So I'm Lee. I'm Ria. I'm Marley. Number one, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at like doing things for me. It's gonna take us about two weeks to learn it. Would I want to go to him if I wanted to hug absolutely not? Actually, give yourself a bit of a break. Mayonnaise, <laughs> better out of a jar. I've been overruled, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Is It Really Worth Talking About? Is it? Is it really worth talking about? Oh, you've messed up your intro. Really? Honestly, sorry. she's doing this intro this time. And I'm not good on pressure. A spot. You know oh, me, you're absolutely fine doing pressure's got into me. All right. Anyway. Is it really worth talking about? Oh, yeah. Is it really worth talking about? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this week we're going to talk about contentment. Are we content? Who knows? We'll figure it out. Um, but first of all, we'll do our usual 10 minutes of chatting at a waffle. <laughs> the all pure entertainment. <laughs> our catch up of the week. Wow, what's happened this week, guys? Uh, what's really- <laughs> happened this week? I did it win the lottery. I don't ever play the lottery anymore. And neither do I, but I'm owned by it every week. <laughs> like, oh, so hang on, lottery. you haven't even bought a ticket. <laughs> what, what would be the first thing you did if you won the lottery? Quit. Oh, yeah. My job. That would be the, the first thing I did. I'd, in fact, I would What would even... be your first purchase? A house. Mm. Mm. Would you buy a house or build your own? Build my own. Build yeah, my own. 100%. I've always thought, like, before I went off on a holiday, because your gut thing <laughs> is to, like, just get away, innit? Yeah. But actually, I think I'd like to stay settled, like, uh, get the house sorted, whatever go I away want to build, and then go away, yeah. I, think, like, I always think of like the practicalities of that because I've got two dogs, so I can't just step and go. Flips eight, Molly. Put them in kennels. I <gasps> can't do that to my precious babies. I take them with me. There you go, sorted then. Yeah, what, you'd go sit. away to like a nice holiday and take the dogs? Like, say but you go to, if you like... can hear any rustling, that's uh, Rhea dipping into, <laughs> dipping into the milk trays. <laughs> Excuse me, it's shame me. But no, so she's got them over by her. Right. Um, that's true, I love them then, thank you. But I think what I would actually do... First is find a plot of land, mm-hmm. get someone to, you know, Grand Designs, Kevin <laughs> McDougal, whatever his name is, do this for me whilst it's being built. Then I'd go travelling for like six months or whatever wow. with the dogs and Luke. I just can't believe you're going to take the dogs travelling. Why wouldn't I? How will they fit? Oh, you just, like, you, you know, I pi- take their dogs travelling. I picture you and Luke with backpacks and dogs in the backpacks <laughs> on your backs. What, going through the Amazon? Do- our dogs on the Wow, well, well, that's what well, I'm just... <laughs> Bloody <laughs> Anything that come towards her, she'd be yamming on that. She would be. Better. I think, yeah, her. I think a house would have to be definitely the one. But yeah, a build your own house. Would you leave Gloucester? Mm, no. I don't think I would. No, not me. Imagine if you had to, you've built a house somewhere else, you have to get to know the area, where's good to go. Yeah, I think I'd just stay. But maybe nice Gloucester. <laughs> like, you know in the country a little bit okay so like nice a little views. bit further than we are now yeah not too far away like upton maybe literally around the corner literally around the corner yeah excellent yeah where's the holiday destination mm, italy jamaica mine's bora bora i think did you not get bored even if i was only there 10 days i might just get another plane and go I really want, you know, the, the picture that they show you on the adverts where all those huts have gone out into the crystal blue water? Yeah. I want one of them that has a, like a, a deck that goes down to the water and they've got like these netted hammocks and you can just chill out there. Like, I yeah. think that would be Somebody lovely for two days and I'd be bored. Uh, no. I think, I think I'd enjoy it for like a week. 
Hmm. Maybe. So you'd still want to get up and go out and explore. I don't think there is the anything world. to explore, is there? In it, the no sea. Idea. The sea, yeah. Yourself. <laughs> oh, yes. That's, that's very true. Like, no, I don't want to do that on holiday there. Eat, pray, there. love. <laughs> I'd love to do an eat, pray, love. Yeah, that would be What's fun. that? You yeah, know, a Julia Roberts it's film. It's councillor stuff. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> not councillor stuff. Yeah, on year 15, we all do an eat, pray, love. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I've never heard of it. Where you never on... watched Eat, Pray, Love? It's oh, um, yeah. Julia Roberts. She goes like, um, her life's a bit like confusing and she's a bit all over the place. So she just goes to different places around the world to find herself. Okay. It's a, a it's a nice little Sure, I think you spoke about this before, Marley, actually. Yeah, I probably I have. You have. Love it. <laughs> it is a lovely film. But, um, yeah, we could do a neat pay love moment, couldn't we? Yeah. Could Where, how India. far would we get? We'd probably get as far as Birmingham. <laughs> we don't travel very far, do we? <laughs> well, obviously, if we had the money. Yeah, okay. Right. I'd just love to go. I'd love to travel. I want to do that before I die. Mm. Travel the world. I'd be happy travelling in the UK, though, to be fair. Mm. I would like to go explore Scotland. Me too. Places like that. And Ireland. Yeah. And Wales. Northern Ireland. <laughs> Northern Ireland. I love Wales. North Wales have not been too much. That's where your dad's coming, isn't it? It is, yeah. I'll, I'll show you the show you the, the ends. <laughs> show you the ends. <laughs> but yeah. And I can just listen to the Welsh accent all day. Is that a bit of you, is it? I love the Welsh accent. It's different up north. It's not Welsh. Hey? They sound more like Mancunian at that. Oh, no. You're joking. <laughs> no, they It's like Mancunian slash Liverpudlian. Uh, see, I like the Liverpool accent. Mix of them, the hybrid of the both, yeah. You're joking. I'm not You're joking. joking. You're joking. I'm not joking. Where, name me here places in North Wales that I know. <laughs> Real? Right, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wrexham? Wrexham sounds familiar, yeah. W. Is that in North Wales, is it? Mm-hmm. With a W. Aberystwyth? Is that at <laughs> the top? South Wales. Is that, oh. Sorry, sorry Wales, if you're listening. I know Tenby. South Wales. Right. Well, I think that's enough for Welsh geography. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, one of the things that I was I sent out yesterday, Rhea wouldn't have looked at it probably because she was uh, having a good day yesterday. I out and about. But <laughs> I put in the thing about, um, as an idea for the first 10 minutes, to come up with sayings that you can say in a hospital and in the bedroom. Mm. <laughs> and uh, Marley was like just panicking just before we came on. She was like, oh, I haven't researched. I haven't done anything. <laughs> I said, just come up with some. What did you come up with, Marley? I said, I'll just stick it in. Yeah. And we need to stop the bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Which, hilarious. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny one, actually, Marley. That Thank was you. good. It was good. If you just shit yourself. <laughs> what? Oh, do you know, I thought he was actually genuinely asking Lee then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two, thi- two fingers or four <laughs> When would that happen in hospital? When, when they're doing your exam <laughs> Your exam? <laughs> yeah. Just bend over, you'll feel a couple of seconds of uncomfortableness oh, Yeah, that's true actually <laughs> Oh, I'm better at this than I thought There you are See, we <laughs> Reeling them off I'm not as good as Marley being like that on on the spot. Oh gosh, I'm on the spot now <laughs> Just lubing this up Just... Go on. Oh yeah yeah. That's you true. Feel cold for a couple of seconds. Yeah. Cold? What you got? Open your legs. Open, no, is it? Yes. Knees together. Yeah. Legs that open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Let me just stick this in. Just say ah. Uh, oh, that's the dentist, isn't it? That is a dentist. Right, oh, that's all right. It's NHS. There you go. <laughs> Comes under the same umbrella. <laughs> Does your sister need to be in here? <laughs> 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 They're quite funny, actually, guys. Uh, 
<laughs> if you've got any more, please send them in. Yeah, please send them in. Send them in. On a postcard. <laughs> on our email. On our PO box. <laughs> in the 70s. Just comment. If you've got any more, that'd be great. Mm. But, um, yeah, well, we might as well move on. Should we call We're him a bit Mum and Dad in? Should we call him? <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. <laughs> right, we might as well move on. <laughs> so, contentment. When is enough enough? Are you content? <laughs> wow, that's very yeah. I'm just put that out there. Are oh, you content? All right. First of all, what what's is... your idea of contentment? I, for me, I feel like contentment is a moment. Like, have you ever had a moment where you feel like, oh, I'm happy? Like, mm. I just feel safe, homely. You know those things. I think our generation is the worst where you go after things constantly mm. like you want to be in love you want a house then you want to get a bigger house then you want a car and you're always chasing after the next best thing but it's that moment you realize what you've actually got in front of you and what you've what you've yeah I suppose what you've been working for and what you've actually got in that moment and that at one moment that was everything you wanted just appreciating what you've got and you're just feeling genuinely happy mm. that's that quote wasn't it that I showed you a minute ago but to mm. be content doesn't mean you don't desire more. It means you're thankful for what you have and are patient for what's yeah, to come. Yeah, it's a nice quote. I think that's literally how I feel. Now? You feel content now? Yeah, like if I died today, that would be okay. Well, don't die. <laughs> what? Well, I'm not dying. I can't be having that, Marley. I've had enough this year. <laughs> I just don't want for anything. Really? I don't, like... I don't know. I was, I, I've been thinking about this like since you said yesterday and like today, and I, I just don't know... What about like um, in terms of, you know, the home situation? What about in terms of obviously we're talking about setting up a clinic next year, but we're not there yet. You know, so do you think that would make you feel even more content? You know, in a few years time when you're sat and you've probably you and Luke have bought your own house, we've got the business that's going. Do you think you'd be more content? I think there are definitely there's definitely room to feel more content, but I wouldn't say that not having that right now makes me feel any less. Yeah. So, again yeah if it stopped today like that would be fine because at this point in my life i feel i'm where i'm meant to be so that second part it means you're thankful for what you have and then patient for us yeah literally that's i think that pretty much sums up my idea of contentment wow i guess it's not even about materialistic things either is it it's are you genuinely content with your relationships people you've got around you Mm. maybe in your romantic relationship if you're content and happy with that the rest of it i suppose isn't always necessary like your mental state your mental state of mind and contentment in your mental state is always going to be around relationships rather than materialistic things, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. I think, like, there are probably aspects of, um, like, my own stuff, like mental health and stuff like that, that I would hope would be better. But at the same time, like, I'm patient that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, even this week in therapy, we were talking about how I... I struggle to find happiness or I worry that I can't be happy or like and when I say that I mean like something bad's gonna happen around the corner mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say like overall I feel 
like really negative. Like I just feel like happy as I am now and all these things are kind of hopefully going to work themselves out. You're on that journey, I guess, yeah. to that. So you're content with your working towards it. I hate that word. I'm on a journey. Yeah, but you have to use it because it's the right word, isn't it? Don't I do hate that word. stop believing. Cut the mic. It's journey, isn't it? It is journey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but the thing you're talking about as well, like, you know, waiting for something to go wrong, things like that. I was reading when I was doing a bit of reading earlier for this, and I mean a tiny bit of reading. Um, <laughs> but the first thing it talks about is this, the self-sabotage and how a lot of people don't get to that state of, you know, feeling content because, you know, even just when we're starting to, we, we find ways to sabotage ourselves, don't we? It's just... Mm. How annoying is self-sabotage? It's unreal. Yeah. Things are so like, mo- things in your life move all the time though. You might get to a point where you're like, okay, I need this and then I'm going to, that's everything I want in life. And then, God, anything to do, you could lose a family member or there's always something constantly changing where you're never going to get to a position where everything's aligned. Mm. It's that moment of alignment, I suppose. Ev- there's an, everything that you want to be happy, but that's very rare to get to that point. But see, I don't even look at it and think of it as, as that. Like, of course, things are going to happen. Of course, you're going to lose people. Things are going to go wrong. Like, for me, contentment is dealing with that. Like, am I in a place where I can, like, deal with that? Okay, these things have gone wrong, but I don't know how to explain it. In my head, it makes sense. But, like, I can deal with everything around me. Mm. Things are still okay. It's almost like there's a calmness about you. Yeah. So that actually whatever is going on out there you can find a way to process it and deal with it. Yeah, I would say so. I wouldn't say that's always the case because like, on Tuesday I was crying because I thought I was going to make it as a counsellor. So I think there are definitely elements that I, that self-sabotage, that self-doubt and stuff like that. But I'd say overall, there was, even when I was upset, there was still like that very small element of calmness in that thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, this is just you being negative. Mm-hmm. Negative Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, um, yeah, I think you've got to be in a state of calmness to be able to deal with the thing. Like, and I, I'm just, you, just as you were talking then, I was thinking about my, you know, this year, obviously I've shared that it's, this year has been very, very difficult. But I do think I'm, it, it's a sign that I'm far more content now than I was years ago. Because I think, like with how I have dealt with this year, I think years ago I would have dealt with it incredibly does that mean that you're horrendously? Does that mean that you're content though, or that you can just better cope with dealing with your mental state? Um, I think there's a bit of both. I think I'm better now because obviously, like you know, being a doing counselling, you're talking to people every day about coping mechanisms and things like that. And so I, you know, and I, if there's people, one set of people I can't stand, it's hypocrites. So I, I've had to practice what I preach a lot this year. But I do also think like I'm able to look at what I have, what I'm thankful for. You know, this year there's been so much change, there's been loss. But actually, I've still been able to kind of like I still think my, my family and friends, you know, like one of the things on here talks about being content. The first one is all about the relationships that you have. And I, that was the one thing that just didn't change for me in terms of I had I have amazing people around me, incredible people around me. And that didn't change. And I think that that helps me feel content with a lot of my life because, yeah, whatever's going on. I don't know, you guys, the people around me provide that sense of security that I need. So there is, I'm definitely far more content than I used to be. Um, I don't want for massive amounts of change or anything like that, whereas years ago I did. Um, I don't, I even, I suppose even a contentedness in, within me, I think. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like sit here and say that I'm happy with myself because I'm not, but 
compared to where I was. And I think that's the thing. Like before, I was so, um, what's the word? Discontentedness, discontent, whatever the word <laughs> is. Um, I was so not content. There we go with that. Um, <laughs> within myself and all the world around me. So actually, when things started to go wrong, you know, not only was the world around me kind of um, going wrong, but actually, then in, within myself, it would just get worse and worse. Whereas this year, it's not been as bad. And yes, I've been sensitive. Yes, I've been affected by it. But actually, it's not broken me, which this year has had the massive potential mm. to have done that, really, I think. So, you know, yeah, it's. Um, I'm definitely thankful for, for what's come. And there is a, you know, if we're talking about the patience for, of what's to come, like I know this next year, potentially, you know, the business Huge. that we're hopefully going to open, mm. I'll hopefully get the keys to my house on Friday, <laughs> fingers crossed, everything crossed, you know, um, and then you know I've had meetings about adoption so the next year but I but I do feel really patient about that mm. as much as it scares the crap out of me I think because it feels right yeah exactly that. I think again that feeds into that, like contentment when things feel right like I'm I'm content that I'm doing the right things like I'm going after my goals things are going the right way yeah. and like that element of when is enough enough well I just think ask yourself why are you doing it mm. You know, if you're doing it because you want to prove to somebody, I can do this, I can be this big business person or whatever it is that you're aiming for and you still don't feel content, that's probably because you're not doing it for yourself. Yeah. So I think as long as you're doing it for you and your reasons are genuine, that's the one-way ticket to contentment. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a massive believer now. Like, I talk to my clients a lot about, you know, the, that we need to put ourselves first. And and we've got we we in society. I often get mad of um, society because we've been brought up to think that it's selfish. I've probably harked on about this in a previous podcast, but you know, if we put if we put ourselves first, a lot of the time, then we'll start to see that other things around that start to kind of go better anyway. Our mm -hmm. relationships go a little bit better because it you know uh, the work around us goes a little bit better. You know, whatever the thing is, we're go we're heading more towards our goals. Because if you're if you're putting yourself first in the right way, you're just trying to be the best version of yourself that you can be, which mm -hmm. will then seep into everything else that you do. Um, you know, so I just we've got to change this mentality about where the priorities lie. Um, and yeah, we're number one. <laughs> As S Club Seven <laughs> said, your, is that your, what, is it S Club Oh no, that was your my number one. Don't matter. Your, Ignore that. We could sing that to ourselves my in the mirror. Number one. <laughs> Every I'll morning. Do anything for you. <laughs> I went yeah, to we do. the frog then, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have to be less selfish in that respect. We definitely have to. Because, yeah, I've been focusing more on my boundaries a lot recently and being more, if you don't want to do it, say no. Yeah. Or stop people pleasing. And it makes a huge difference. Like when you first, like, I cringe if I do something I know someone's not going to agree with or wants me to do something and I say no but actually it works out for the best anyway because I feel better in myself which means mm. I can give you myself better that makes sense when you say no to others you say yes to yourself oh, oh. <laughs> put, that that around here. put that on a postcard <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, d I was just looking at the thing there it says um also like another sign of when that you are content is there's nothing keeping you awake at night are you the type of people that, like, when things are not going to plan, it really affects, yeah. like, sleep? Do you struggle yes. to get to sleep? And so, you, or is it wake once up. you're awake, you wake up? Mm. Yeah. I'm awake up, then I lie awake for hours, just tossing and turning, and thinking about whatever that is on your mind for ages. 
I can fall asleep. I think it's because you're so tired from the day anyway. You'd I would naturally just fall asleep. But then it's, yeah, the wake up. See, I would struggle to go to sleep. Do but you? then I'd sleep the whole night. Why would you? Yeah, as soon as I'm asleep, I'm asleep, I'm a rock. You could lift me up and chuck me in the garden. It wouldn't matter. I'd still be asleep. <laughs> but it could take me five hours to get there, but I would stay asleep. Yeah. yeah. I, I very, very rarely would wake up with those feelings. I just torture myself before sleep. <laughs> when I'm at my worst, it's both. So I can't go to sleep. But because I always wake up for a pee in the middle of the night, my old man wee, um, I then really struggle. I've had that this week, actually, but not so much because of... Um, you know a lack of contentedness but um yeah i'm awake for about an hour then mm. which winds me up somewhat chronic i wish my body would just let me not have to wee in the middle of the night if i'm honest well you used to have a cut off time don't you six o'clock last drink yeah you do stop caffeine post 6 p.m i've done it since i was small though like since i was a kid it's not um do you know i was gonna say it's like, not because i'm getting old i wake up loads in the night and one of the things you're supposed to do is, but it's different for women. If you're a woman, you're supposed to lean backwards and forwards on the toilet. Sorry. To what? make sure that you empty your bladder. So you're supposed to like lean forward and then lean back. And you actually do feel a difference, like, you know, just emptying every last bit of that bladder. Yeah. But for men, I suppose you can't do that, I can don't know you? what we're supposed to do then if there's something like that. You've got to try to sit down way. Okay, okay, like a cow. Oh, I'm not sitting down to have a way. Sit down way. Um, do you have to push it into the bowl if you have a sit down way? Yeah. Otherwise, you're just like literally resting it on top of the seats. You just piss all over the floor. <laughs> do you have to hold it down in there. Well, you just you wait? tuck it in between your legs, don't you? Oh yeah. Okay. You can have oh, to try lovely. it. Lovely. Yeah, this is not where I thought this episode would go, but I'm here for it. Let's keep going. <laughs> but, um... but would you necessarily associate that with contentment, though? Like what? Waking up for a week? Like no, but like when things worry you. Like I wouldn't necessarily say if I'm worrying about something at night means that I'm not content. I would think it is, yeah. I think it is, because there's something in your life that's either worrying you or is on your mind a lot for you to be, yeah, worried or anxious about, so you're not truly content with everything. Or just that you. week. You know, it's like everything that yeah. we talk about, in it? Things yeah. aren't, nothing's permanent, you mm. know. So actually, it might just be that that week, if you've got an exam coming up, maybe that sense of feeling content is, is less that week because, you know, my future's at risk or whatever right, the thing yeah, is. So, so actually... That is going to affect because I am I picture it the other way. Like I do think if I am content, I get off to sleep really well. I do. I don't. You know, when I go, I just go get get up, go for my wee, and then I'm straight back to sleep. Mm. When I'm feeling good, that is the case. So I would put that down with that. Yeah, I would put the two together. Okay. But um, yeah. Color you know. me corrected. Wow. What Harris says, Harris goes. <laughs> 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 committed to your goals you're committed to your goals that's another thing that they talk about on here i would say that's a big like element of contentment being committed to what you actually want to do what are your goals um very good question what, what are your goals now because obviously you guys are in your late 20s now right, right? <laughs> but what are your goals now compared to what they were five years ago i honestly don't think mine have changed like, that might sound really boring, like, where's your driver here? But I don't think my goals have changed. Like, my goals five years ago would be to have a house, to have a good job, or work up in my career, which I'm working towards. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't think uh, my goals have changed. I don't really know. I'm just happy to be involved. <laughs> She's happy to be here, everyone. <laughs> I think I, stability is a goal of mine, I guess. Yeah, that's actually quite an important one. I think stability, yeah. all humans, is this why humans that crave or want stability yeah. Yeah. to feel safe? We need to feel secure. Yeah. And that even goes back to like the caveman times, mm. you know, the fact that obviously their thing was 
it was a lot of it was fear-based wasn't it and you had to create an environment for yourself that you know made you feel safe yeah and then if, it, if that was at risk then you did what you needed to to make yourself safe yeah, yeah. so watch your back all right watch your back. <laughs> it's that thing about routine like routine and structure like when i was growing up we always had a routine or boundaries or rules and now looking back i'm like well i think thank god for that but living in it is like oh god i want to be out later or i wish i could do this mm. but actually feel safer for those boundaries and the stability of it yeah knowing what's going to happen and when so what are your goals um probably quite similar to what you just said like a moving into the house I, I want that stability now I think like I'm 36 this was the age where I was meant to be you know settled secure why do we do that to ourselves why do we talk to ourselves by saying age because An it age is society is yeah, literally of course it is. a number like no. I know that's pathetic like ridiculous thing why do we set ourselves such goals around our age? I know, and and but we do, don't we? And, yeah, and I think, I know. But, all, but, but also, like, I want to be a young dad. Like, I I never wanted. If somebody had said to me at twenty that you won't be a dad to your thirty six, probably even thirty seven now by the time it happens, like I would have hated the idea of that. And I and I still kind of hate the idea of that. <clears throat> the only thing that's greater is my desire to be a dad. So mm. actually, that when my brain comes in and goes, you know, moans at the fact that I'm going to be an older dad like at least I get to be a dad mm -hmm. and I will be a dad mm. you know there's there's no two ways about that even if it means you know social workers when when I go through this adoption process obviously they have to come and assess me and do all that jazz but um if um if they do come and um they assess that it now is not the time mm. it will just happen at a different time yeah it's fine but um you'll get to that point won't you we'll get to that point Patience. yeah Patience is a virtue, guys. Although <laughs> another what... postcard we got here. <laughs> What's a virtue? What is a virtue? What is a virtue? I'm going to Google it. Oh my gosh, you really stumped us. Though. What is a virtue? <laughs> well done, Ria. Thanks for that. <laughs> what is a virtue? Your virtue. I don't know. It doesn't sound like a real word anymore. Virtue. Virtue. Do you say it in real life? Is it Latin? Do you think? What is a virgin? I've got here. Oh. What is a virtue? That's the only time you'd use that word. Behavior showing high moral standards. Oh. So patience is a behaviour of high moral standards. Don't they use the virtue to describe like a woman's virginity? Do they? We have got high moral standards. Virtue. What can we say? Some of you don't. Very shaming. I'm you scan the room then. <laughs> Very shaming. I actually got looked up and down there. Did you just point at Mali? <laughs> well, I feel attacked. <laughs> That's I only because she's with the ginger Osama bin Laden. <laughs> That's my brother, it's fine. I'm allowed to say that. I'm allowed. It's <laughs> Harry, he does what he wants. But getting back to the uh, topic, shall we? Um, one of the other things it talks about is little things that bring you joy. What brings you joy? Um, sitting down on the sofa with a blanket, snacks and we, TV on with all the that, candles on. That's literally my idea of heaven. Aww. We do that a lot, don't we? Yeah. Just like one, either house. That's my favourite thing, in the winter. You do have a comfy sofa though, like when we just sit and chill out. I know. Strictly on. Which All it is. It's on pause on the telly right now. It is. Yeah, I think that's when I'm truly happy. How sad is that? It's not sad. Why is that sad? I don't know. It just feels like, you know, some people are like, oh, traveling the world, traveling to Australia. No, just sat on the sofa on Saturday night. Yeah, but this is little things that bring you joy. Yeah, I suppose. I, I talk to clients a lot about that, that people put so much emphasis on the big things and it's not the big things, it's the little things. What is it that we do every day that just kind of brings a bit of joy? Yeah. You know, or so... do you know when you've done a workout 
and there was endorphins. No, I don't know. When you've lifted that Big Mac and put it in. Do we remind you of the time you fell off the stair climber? Oh, bloody go. I'm sorry, that goes down in one of my highlights in life. It honestly does. I wish we'll have to ask him for the CCTV and see if we can put it on you. It was brilliant. It's the best. And it was just afterwards where you went off like in a strop. I said, I'm getting off now. I'm doing something else. That machine tried to kill me. What brings you dramatic? Uh, kind of the same as Ria. Like I love um, sitting and chilling out, having my moments of like zoning out, watching telly, blanket, cup of tea, biscuits. Oh yeah, cup of tea. Um, but I also like, I really like seeing other people laugh, smile. That brings me joy. Um, like working with the kids, kids football. Even yesterday, like we had a long day in Swansea yesterday. And just them like shouting and playing with each other on the back of the minibus. So just like sometimes that's Marley's just... idea of hell. I know it, it probably is, but <laughs> it I just I sit there. And... <laughs> Sorry, on the back of that, the other day me and Luke were walking the dogs, and there was this kid just going for like ten minutes. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to push it in the road. And then I turned around, and it was Luke's mate and their little boy, and I was like, oh hi. <laughs> she was like, oh, he's been calling you for like 10 minutes. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then he said the sweetest thing. He was like, I really tried hard to sound like myself so you sound, could hear me. Sound like myself? Yeah. What does he mean by that? I don't know. Oh, it's five. Oh, oh right, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're more welcome for that. You're not, you're not a fan of kids, are you? Mm, not a massive fan. An animal no. person. I am an animal. I just... Probably, I just don't really like kids. <laughs> as clear as that. You don't like right. kids. There you go. There you go. Were you like Lee's child? Yeah. Were you like my? And yeah. She doesn't mean it. I do mean Will it. You look after it when I want you to look after yeah, it. Yeah, I would. No, she would, would not. Not with the dogs, though. Yeah, like, but you have to understand with that comes like a sense of like comfortability. So like with other people's kids, I always feel like really awkward. I'm like, oh, that's really, oh, that's funny. It's not funny. Is it? <laughs> I know I don't want your soggy crisp on me and get it out. <laughs> Whereas like with you, <laughs> I would just be more com- comfortable. Basically, she shouted it and tell it off all day. <laughs> get in your cage. I, yeah. <laughs> Did I say you could come out? <laughs> oh, that's God. What, that's normal parenting, I think, yeah, for me, so it's fine. you used to, isn't it? <laughs> that is yeah, Marley's true. life in one out. sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait Give for me us to your do... money and shut up. I cannot wait to do the episode. We're going to do an episode about ourselves. I cannot wait to do this episode about that. You're going first. All right. Just so people understand. All right. <laughs> They're doing that because we find a recording of Marley's dad, and that is just what he says. Every like five seconds, he's like, Give me your money. All right. <laughs> you owe me six grand. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll make you pay for the rest of your life, all right? <laughs> I will find you, all right? <laughs> I'm Liam Neeson, all right? <laughs> You're all in for a treat with Marley's episode, honestly. Honestly. Just we'll slight tangent. At least we can laugh about it. Slight mm-hmm. tangent. I learned something new about Marley every single day, and every single time I'm shocked <laughs> because her life is like a Netflix documentary. I'm <laughs> she needs, she needs Serious. We'd all be hooked like Squid Game, oh, whatever yeah, it's we, called. We would be fine. Maybe yeah. that's out. That's maybe that's in the future. Maybe, maybe it's in so. the pipeline. Maybe. That's how you get your house. Build your own home, Marley. MJ caged. MJ caged. M dog caged. M dog. M dog. That's better. M dog. Better title. God, we took a turn there, guys. Oh, anyway. my <laughs> 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 we are moments like this. Yeah. 
taking the mick out of Marley's bath. Well, to be fair, do you know joy. when you laugh so much and you can't breathe, you can't come up to the surface for air, or and your abs haven't got any, but your like abs are hurting from <laughs> laughter. Yeah. That's one of the best <laughs> moments. I think what brings me joy is like other people's joy. I get so much joy out of other people being happy. Like just oh, my you do like having a good day. I'm like oh, it just fills me up. I feel like <laughs> when you tell someone, if you tell Marley good news, she she really means. Yeah. Like she's happy for you. I oh, am yeah. very good at that. Oh God, you get some <laughs> brain on the end of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> that belongs in the first segment. That did. Yeah. <laughs> what was the first segment? The hospital. What would you oh, say in the yeah. hospital in the bedroom? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Eat that booty like grocery. <laughs> <laughs> We're nearly done, I think, already. And my mouse isn't working brilliant. But um, <laughs> I think we're nearly done. Smack keyboard again. <laughs> <laughs> they were moaning earlier, right, because I was typing, but my keyboard no, was sorry. on a bit of a wonk. I nearly lost my shit with that. It was infuriating. <laughs> it was absolutely infuriating. He's typing, his keyboard's wonky. It's half on something and half off. So every time he pushes a letter... It was making this really frustrating sound. He was typing a novel. Continuing to type a novel without moving it off the thing. It was fuming, very, weren't you? I was fuming. Zero patience for that. I have got one. If, are we done with the contentment topic now? Yeah, if you want to, yeah. If you Are, are we? Just <laughs> Go on, Marley. I'm you drop in what you want. Episode. Carry on. Well, I just saw a thing the other day. It said, what was the most normal thing you've ever been in trouble for at work? So, like, something that was actually okay, but you got into, like, so much trouble for it. Um, Oh, have you got one? Uh, I don't think I do. Oh, have you actually just brought? Oh, You've just brought a point to talk about. <laughs> I was expecting this story. I'm in trouble. I was for... expecting a Tesco drama. I've been in trouble for like other things, but nothing like I shouldn't have been in trouble. For. Right. So that's a pointless question. Just thought if you had something, right? That's it. Goodbye. <laughs> good night. That's nice. Don't we? That's Marley's book. I've got That's what I'm working with people every bloody week. <laughs> I think we've been through this before. I've, Marley lent me a book to read, and it's since just become a bit of decor in my house. Yeah. And she's shelf. bitter about it every time she sees it. Yeah, I've just start to use it to deflect them from <laughs> coming up with something really shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Marley What's James, the funniest everyone. thing you've ever been caught for then at work and got in trouble Why for? Why does it have to be at work all the at time? Work. Because that's the topic. That's what I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I don't I think I've really know. been in trouble at work. We as a star at work, mind. She was oh, a star of the show. Yeah. As Daniel would say, I'm cream of the crop. She, every every now and then we just get another photo. Look, I've been praised again. <laughs> another email. You yeah, you're bloody brilliant. Like, just uh, like, oh, I should have got sacked for that. Uh, no, genuinely, I can't think of anything. Oh. Like prattling around. I like, remember nothing. Like... <laughs> This wasn't a manager that caught me, it was a customer. But we had like this, we've got like this massive green shrink wrap. And you wrap up the valuables in that. And then we were just bored one day. So my friend was just like wrapping me up in it. <laughs> and then I looked to the door, there was a customer waiting. I was like, oh, just a minute. <laughs> I have to get out of this. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was funny. What about the time you knocked the uh, sauce off of the, the shelf? Sauce, like pasta sauce. When was it? Oh, what the herbs? Yeah, the herbs. That was it. A few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I was just such a my friend, like, oh, just dicking about, like, these are where all the herbs are. And I was like, and I just, like, swiped my hand along it and then just fell on the floor and smashed everywhere. I was like, all over the floor. Just sweep them all out. sweep that way. <laughs> I probably should have got sacked many times, but here I am. Every time we talk about Tesco now, I always think back to when you told me about Wilco when that man just oh, no. had a crap and shaked it out of the bottom of he his head. Did. He had a poo, he shook his leg and then kicked it under the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe these people exist. I really can. You used to have different name badges as well, wouldn't it? I've got a picture of you as Cindy. <laughs> you had to wear a name badge, and even if it wasn't your name, so if I forgot my badge, you had to just pick one at a lost property. And it was, I think, when Lee saw me, it was, Hi, I'm Cindy, team member since 2001. I was literally 16 at the time. <laughs> Definitely wasn't a team member since 2001. You would have been, what, eight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, start them young. I know. Get me on that too. <laughs> I think we're done. Yeah, I think we done. are. We've done well, it. thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for coming to our episode. Moving on. Thank it's you. Been a lot of laughter today. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah jerky. jerky. Yeah, jerky. Brings right. us joy. Brings us joy. Thank you very much, everybody. Must go. Must go. Podcast, <laughs> peeps. Podcast peeps. No. Say it. Never. Podcast peeps. Say it. Never. Say Don't it. Don't make me tickle you. Podcast peeps. Hey. hey. <laughs> 